Good morning, everybody. It's the 11th of February and it's Inventors Day. And a big happy birthday to Cheryl Crow, Damian Lewis, Kelly Rowland, and Jennifer Aniston. There were 1,001 further deaths announced yesterday and an additional 13,103 new cases of COVID-19. The number of people now vaccinated with at least one jab is now over 13 million. Boris was at the podium in Downing Street and he's urging those who are eligible but who haven't been contacted to come forward. And the reason I make this appeal today uh, for people to come forward in those groups and get vaccinated is not so we hit some uh, numerical target but to save lives, uh, prevent serious illness, and so the whole country can take another step on the long and hard road back to normality. With the level of vaccinations, there's understandable interest in the question of when they'll be able to start having an impact on cases, but Sir Patrick Vallance remains cautious. It takes two or three weeks for the effect of the first dose of vaccine to really start kicking in in terms of immunity, a little longer towards three weeks or possibly a little longer in, in, in the oldest groups. And then, of course, it takes time for people to catch infections and for that to show up. And so it's not surprising that we're not getting all of the data through yet. The government's new quarantine plan and threat of 10-year jail sentences has caused some anxiety about summer holidays and what people should do. The BBC's Laura Koonsberg asked Boris what the official advice is. Thanks, Laura. Well, as you know, as everybody knows, it's currently illegal to uh, go on holiday. Uh, That's the, the state of play at the moment. We're looking at the data every day. Uh, on Monday, we'll be able to say a little bit more about where we are in terms of the uh, the JCVI 1-4 uh, group. That answer didn't impress Laura, who didn't realise her mic was unmuted. Oh, oh it didn't answer the question. Uh... Ouch. And Keir Starmer was unimpressed by the theoretical 10-year sentence for lying on the holiday form. I have prosecuted many cases that have ended in a 10-year sentence. And I know an empty threat when I see it. Uh, pretending there's going to be a 10-year sentence, uh, when in reality I don't think there is. I don't think it's really helping anyone. In the United States, the second Donald Trump impeachment trial is underway, with the Democrats' impeachment managers having 16 hours to make their case. They've laid out clearly using video and tweets what Donald Trump caused to happen on January the 6th. Representative Joe Neguse addressed the matter of the speech. Well, let me ask you this. When in our history has a speech led thousands of people to storm our nation's capital with weapons, to scale the walls, break windows, kill a Capitol police officer? This was not just a speech. And lead impeachment manager Jerry Raskin had another metaphor in mind. He said it's not like someone shouting fire in a crowded theatre. It's more like a case where the town fire chief, who's paid to put out fires, sends a mob not to yell fire in a crowded theatre, but to actually set the theatre on fire. And who then, when the fire alarms go off and the calls start flooding into the fire department, asking for help, does nothing but sit back encourage the mob to continue its rampage and watch the fire spread on TV with glee and delight. There was some good medical news yesterday as scientists in Cambridge have made progress in finding a cure for Parkinson's disease. 
Parkinson's ambassador and radio legend David Kidd Jensen is delighted at the breakthrough, but says more funding is needed to complete the research. Because of the dent in the uh, money that's coming into, of course, uh, other, other uh, charities and, and COVID is one of them that will need to find something like £2 billion pounds to be... Uh, to be able to, to, to carry on. Not time to open the champagne porch yet, maybe, but uh, soon. He's also coming back to radio with a new series for Jazz FM starting on Sunday the 21st of February. Still to come on the Smart 7, new nominees for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It was a busy FA Cup night with eight teams in action as the fifth round continues. The game of the evening saw Everton take on Spurs in a nine-goal extra-time thriller. Everton eventually came out on top, winning 5-4 and heading to the quarter-finals. Spurs manager Jose Mourinho was pretty philosophical after the game. We had the ball, we create, we had great dynamic, a great movement. Score goals, create more chances, uh, great character to fight against incredible mistakes. But attacking football only wins matches when uh, you don't make more defensive mistakes. Then what you create. We scored four goals and four goals was not enough. For the rest of the FA Cup action, plus news on the Australian Open, check out our daily sports news podcast, The Sports 7. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame announced a new slate of rock legends as nominees yesterday. The list includes Kate Bush, Foo Fighters, Iron Maiden, Jay-Z, Tina Turner, Mary J. Blige and more. Here's Rock and Roll Hall of Fame CEO, the not very rock and roll Greg Harris, to explain how it all works. Hello rock and roll fans. I'm here at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and I'm excited to announce the nominees for 2021 induction. It's a list of 16 remarkably talented and diverse artists. And starting right now, you can take part in the fan vote and cast your ballot at rockhall.com. Select up to five nominees each time, and you can vote daily. The NHS has recruited some star power to help with the vaccination programme. A new advert features both Sir Elton John and Sir Michael Caine. Our lovable stars are auditioning for the new NHS ad. Elton John, audition, take one. My name is Elton John. Cut there. Little less showbiz, Elton. My name is Elton John. Bit more showbiz. My name is Elton John. Michael Caine, of course, doesn't need an audition. Hello. My name is Michael Caine. I've just had a vaccine for COVID. It didn't hurt. Not many people know that. And cut there. Marvellous. That was fantastic. Thank, Thank you. Thank you, Sir Michael. Uh, Claire, let the little fella know he didn't get the job. This has been The Smart Seven. If you're listening on Spotify, do us a favour and hit the follow button. We're back tomorrow at 7. Please like and subscribe everywhere or enable our skill on Alexa. Smart Seven.